Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is your lucky uh, your lucky number? Uh, five. Really? Yeah. No, it's one one two five. The pin code. To my... Are we recording right <laughs> yeah, now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> delete. What? Delete. Yeah. No. One one two five four. <laughs> is that your pin number? No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is your lucky number? I've never I asked you. I've been logging in my bank account. We've been friends for uh, how long? Uh, since two thousand six. Nice. Yeah. 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 We could actually we could actually get the exact date because the date. No, we couldn't exact because the day of the Kermit the Frog thing, but it was it was viral. Kermit the Frog, two girls, one cup reaction video is what you're referring yes, to. Yes, yes. Yeah. From the origin story. Yeah, which is crazy, by the way, that that uh, it's crazy that that hasn't gotten me canceled. <laughs> right. I mean, not in, and it shouldn't, but it's like I didn't have any licensing from, but also it was a parody. I was I don't think I monetized Kermit jerking off to the two girls, one cup video. That's the mistake. Yeah. Have you seen Two Girls, One Cup? I remember you wouldn't watch it. No, never. Yeah, still. Good never. for you. Still have a sex drive because of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I remember my mom saw that, not Two Girls, One Cup, but my reaction video. And she goes, I love that you found a way to use Kermie. Oh, my God. And I, and I go, do you know? And, she, and I go, did you see what he was doing? She goes, yeah, that was a little vulgar. But, you know, but you, you used, you know, you love the Muppets. I go, do you know what he was watching? She goes, no, I just heard some sweet music in the background i go yeah please do not do any more research on what that was and she was like why can you imagine i don't know what would be worse have walking in on my mom and stepdad uh making love or watching knowing that she watched two girls one cup if you're 71 and you see two girls one cup where do you go from there I think you go into a casket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a wrap. Definitely. Um, yeah, and I, you know, and also, how is she going to find it? 
Is Two Girls, One Cup, can you Google it and just find it? No, you got to go on a deep dive. Y Yahoo? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not what you say when you find it. I think there's, it, there's definitely, I remember when I had to find it for the reaction videos, I had to like, which by the way, I, you know, definitely didn't need to find it to have Kermit watching it. I remember my roommate at the time asked, he's like, he's like, can't you just like, uh, like, you know, pretend that he's watching it? I was like, nah, I got to have it on. Like it's, you know, you can hear the music. Um, that was my old roommate, Sean. Remember him? Yeah, of course. Yeah. How many takes did that take? <laughs> That's it. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Yeah. Real, uh, real hot button question. Um, probably three. So you got to watch it three times yeah. at least. Yeah. So was that your initial reaction? Well, no, I was well? down on the ground holding Kermit up like this. Oh, but you didn't know it to the music. You yeah. know, like each music cue. I You've knew got it was a musical happening. ear. You always yeah. have. Yeah. Um, so we, okay. So 2006 we met. So it's been about 15 years. Yeah. It's a solid friendship. It is. I'm Fucking, not a math major, but that, that's, that, that tracks in my mind. How many, it's a interesting thing too, to just pick up a new dude friend post-college, right? Right. But also in our line of work, I feel like it's. Because you feel like you're cheating on the other buddies too. Hilarious. Like it's a buddy cheat. Your, <laughs> your high school buddies or your college buddies. College yeah. buddies. Because you do, because I think friends now, and especially with what you're doing work-wise. Yeah. Uh, and when you're entering a business like ours where it's just like the grind, the uncertainty, the highs and lows, the support system that you need. Of course. You end up developing almost a stronger bond with people in it than your high school buddies because you're like, well, what wear and tear do we really go through together? Right. Like, oh, like you didn't get, you know, you didn't ask the girl you wanted to the dance in time so you had to go with somebody else. Like, yeah. uh, fucking, I was there for you, man. I fucking, like there's no real. Doubles. Yeah. Summer doubles. Yeah. Footballs. Yeah. Football. It's like, you can tell I was good at football. Some of doubles, footballs. Has <laughs> <laughs> been Mark Saratella on the about last night podcast. I was a backup, yeah. backup to the backup. <laughs> yeah, tons yeah. of support though. <laughs> yeah. Um, do uh, how's your uh, how's coming out of COVID been? Great. Feeling good? Uh, I guess so. Lots of stress putting on shows again. Yeah. And for it's... people that uh, that don't know, Mark uh, took the LA comedy scene by the balls and just said, "We're coming back, baby." Came back. And um, with the Supernova Comedy Show over at uh, 1716 Whitley, um, you've always had a knack for, for it's a easier said than done uh, quality, by the way, because you've been in comedy for what, for almost 20 years? No, over 20. Over 20. Started in 98. So performing, 99. but having a knack for just like putting on shows. And I don't know when that started for you. Like, was it going right to- away. Shows and just seeing like stuff you didn't like about yeah, what was, of course. yeah, just walked in. I was like, This isn't busy enough, yeah, someone needs to make it busier, yeah. And then I did, but the and I always have partners on every show, at least yeah. two partners, so me, but you know, maybe taking the reins on it, but yeah, just having a passion for live performances always have, yeah, you know. And someone's you go, Well, someone's gonna make this better, and then you know, it uh, correct, yeah, they're the best shows in each city, T totally. And what's great about Supernova, it's a show in the round. Mm -hmm. The lineups are stacked. The people are are fired up to be there. But you also are always paying attention to things that that comics usually don't pay attention to, or yeah. the people that run shows don't pay attention to, yeah. like just the the uh, the fan experience. And then like you know, even now you know, getting a, a green room spot for comics to hang out in, like yes. little things like that that are more um, attentive concerns. I run the drinks, yeah, a lot. Yeah, if, if the drink runners are behind, I'd start taking them out. Yeah, which is big time. It is. You don't want someone like updating on, you know. 
on Yelp. Like, I went to this show, I didn't get my drink to the fifth comic, which I see a lot at comedy. You know, yeah. it's, it, it matters. One bag, Nothing yeah. you need to be fucked up mm -hmm. for the start of the show, but totally. like, there's something about the, it's almost like being in a ball game with a hot dog or a beer. By, yeah. it, like, yes. nobody goes to get a beer by the eighth inning of the game. No, the feng shui um, is off. And also it's like, I like it because it's, it can help my sets in a way too, because I'm kind of, I'm not like listening to what people are saying, but I'm in the room, I'm moving around, I'm yeah. kind of in the feel of the room. And also it's kept me thin. Yeah. Because it's like, I go, it's not that bad exercise. <laughs> By the way, I didn't realize when you told me at one point you lost 30 pounds, because you've yeah. always been yeah. slim to me. Yeah. And I didn't know either. You know, my weight fluctuates and, you know, I'm hopefully on a uh, better, uh, you know, upswing in the last couple of weeks and moving forward. Yeah. But you always have just not seemed like there was an issue. No. And then yeah. when you tell me you lost 30 pounds and I went, I just, I don't know what pictures I saw recently and I, and I saw the difference. I think I showed them to you on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, because I looked at my face and I didn't know either because I slowly... That's what you're saying because you were saying your face was... Oh, yeah. And that's like, I think for most people, any sort of fluctuation. The face yeah. is the uh, first thing to... And I got uh, I got uh, Candid as well, which is basically Invisalign. Yeah. And so I, I had, my teeth were slowly shifting as I got over a little bit and I was becoming self-conscious and I was like, I didn't even notice I had become like just a little chubbier too. And so I've been doing that for 20 months now, the candid thing. Yeah. And also I've been vegan for 15 months. That was the big shift. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I've just been drinking less. Yep. And so- And walking around more. Yes. Just around, you know, taking 100%. walks and- uh, Just healthier. Did that all happen pre-COVID? When did you, no, you didn't no, lose 30 pounds during thing, the pandemic, did you? Sorry, what? You lost 30 pounds during the pandemic? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, because, you know, usually, you know, it's like, I'm just not out there as much. And yeah. So when you're, when you're out, but also- it was, I got, you know, I don't even know. It just, it just, yeah, I think so. Because even when we go to Seattle, like you were going to the the Muay Thai classes, and oh, I was yeah, trying to get yeah. me to do that, and I was like, Fuck. yeah, I think the vegan thing too, because the being vegan, I think it's about fifteen percent less calories, and yeah. over the course of a year, it's a lot. And then the drinking, I didn't realize how much calories were in the drinks. Yeah. So you know, now that I'm drinking less than I ever have. A Jack and Coke, I thought it'd be like 80 calories, but a Jack and Coke is like 750 calories. Wow. And I drink doubles. And when I start drinking doubles, I have four. Yeah. So I, I'll go there. and But I was going there a lot. I was sl I've was been slowing down for the last five years. I yep. mean, you know how this all tracks. Yeah. If we were graphing it. Yeah. Hopefully, you know. But the- It's uh, so funny, real quick, even though, e even when people will, and I know I'm guilty of this, where it's just like, I won't drink beer, but I'll drink vodka sodas. Mm -hmm. So I could have 20 because it's less calories. 100%. And you're like, well, no, you actually did more damage because you- thought that because there was less, yeah. you know, or like a diet something. And it's like, it still is. I calculated that I was consuming about 3,250 calories on a day when I was drinking. Wow. You're only supposed to have 2,000 calories total in a day. Who said now that, Tony I had... Robbins? It's <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I didn't realize how much it was. So from that point on, even just being vain, I was like very conscious of, you know, what I was consuming when. Yeah. If you was even having one, I go, well, what's the point of one? I think that kind of crept in there too. I go, well, why do I have one? Yeah. You know, if I'm going to go there, I'm not going to, you know, it's like eating one Big Mac. You have yeah. to have six. I don't know what the what the logic is. <laughs> <laughs> There's a saying there. Uh, is the vegan, I think I, I you probably, I know Preacher Lawson's vegan. I yeah. Kelsey that was, Cook just yeah. went vegan. Oh, that contributed to you? No. Oh. Those guys. But yeah. I look, but you look at the, it's like, it's never, you know, you never see someone where you go, oh, that doesn't look like a lifestyle that I you know, like you lost weight, preacher fucking, you know, yeah. looks like preacher. So you're like, all right, well, there's definitely a method to the madness. Like yeah. It's probably not, it doesn't look like it's hurting these people. No, the I'm as satisfied with my diet as I was with my past one. And because I didn't think that was going to be, I was like, well, life's just more boring now. And so at, at what I did was, after the first three weeks, it was like becoming repetitive and I thought I was going to snap. 
So finally I go, no, I want to really do this. You were going to snap because you weren't having like real. Just was eating the same thing. Like eat the same six meals for yeah. three weeks. Yeah. And um, so. How does a vegan snap, by the way? Do they have the energy for that? Bacon, or just, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing. You know, he's going to go to the bacon. And oh, so, oh you, cheat, you cheat with bacon. That's what I was going oh. to do. I haven't eaten. No, I haven't cheated with anything. Um, no, but wait, so you snap by eating. I ba- think I was about to snap and get a hamburger or something. Oh, gotcha. And okay. get something for variety. So sake. snap meaning break your pattern of relapse vegan. into <laughs> being an asshole like yeah, everyone yeah. listening who eats me <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah there is i mean i think the pandemic gave everyone a chance and i want to know for you what how quickly did you go uh well back to this because i think oh, it's please, important yeah. Point. yeah yeah so i went to the grocery store um for i go okay i'm just gonna go to the grocery store look at the vegan food and then i just inspected went up down every aisle and just looked at things. It's something, it's not like you go to the vegan aisle. They have vegan parts, but there are some things that are just vegan unintentionally. Yeah. So I, I bought $350 worth of groceries, brought it all home. And I would say about two thirds of it I liked. So I just reestablished my diet. Mm. And then at my restaurants in the area, I know each vegan dish that I like cool. all around the area. Cool. And then when I go on the road, you know, I bring some food. It's yeah. really not, it's just not hard now. And it's, you have to be committed to the lifestyle right? and, and do like anything. It's almost like, if you're looking for an Airbnb in a certain city, like do your research and yes. try to like, and or f- try to buy a car. Like just yeah. do the homework involved to try to, uh, uh, so that you're, you know, accommodating to the yeah. lifestyle and not just 100%. going like, all right, I guess I'll just only be able to spend this much on food and I'll just yeah. go to that aisle. It's like, no, you fucking, I mean, even when we were in Salem, we went to Baskin Robbins and you were like, you got to try vegan ice cream. And I was yes. like, it's fucking it's as good. It's better. Yeah. And it yeah. doesn't sit in you as long. Cause if you eat an ice cream, it sits in you like glue. And so, you know, I what I do uh, yesterday for there's certain oh let's call it an, another a hamburger place Stout Burger it's in Los Angeles yeah you been there no but I know of it it's it's like an umami burger right? yeah they have a new vegan burger I go oh I want to go check that out the vegan burger was incredible but Whoa. they also had I go can I get a, one of the dipping sauces for the French fries and they go I go what are the vegan ones they go thousand Island. I go your thousand Island is vegan he goes yeah those little things because vegan mayonnaise people make fun of like vegan aids that's what it's called yeah. But it's mayonnaise. And so to have a thousand, those little things, not having eggs in that is so important to hens that are tortured inside these boxes. Not to take a downturn, but all those all those little numbers, it's like World War II. You just get every all that stuff down. Yeah. Because it's Thousand Island dressing. And so there's no reason to have an egg in there. Yeah. If we don't have to have an animal suffering for this thing. So, you know, I, I did it for the animals. A billion animals died in Australia. Whoa. Um, oh, yeah, is, from the fires. Yeah, this is a comedy podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then- We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get, it. We'll get, it. We'll get it. <laughs> Every, Everything starts from somewhere. Those koalas get no respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and then uh, COVID is from eating meat, possibly. They say it's from a lab, but most likely it came from, they think, an animal transfer. Let's, but let's say it's not swine flu from eating meat out of these things. Because uh, people food. ate bats it, and they got sick from it. Is what that... we think is, they think is that, right? That's probably the most plausible thing. And, you know, in the amount of Asian hate that's happening in this country, people are like, it came from China. We had that horrible present. Yeah. And so it, it could come from anywhere. I believe the swine flu came from the Midwest. Don't quote me on it, but we've had pandemics break out Don't of me all on. sorts of countries. Yeah. The Spanish flu came from Spain. It's not necessarily their fault. It's like the reaction to it. But let's say COVID. Is Herpes like... came from uh, Coachella, you know? <laughs> yeah. Everything came from somewhere. <laughs> the original chick, the original hooker, Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back. 
<laughs> um, and then also, then there was this one video, right? So I go, I'm already thinking about it. Then there was one video that goes, mama cow runs after baby cow is taken away. Didn't even click on it. I go, I'm out. I go, I'm going to try to become vegan. And I go, and that's the, also it's, it's helped me go, oh, I can try to do something new in my life and have it stick. Cause you all have tried things yeah. and not have it stuck. But I know I've, uh, intentionally eat my last animal product. Sometimes things will happen like, I went to the, the same burger place, right? I, I get a vegan burger from the one up the street. I get home, <laughs> some people think vegan means cheese, even though I told them no cheese. It had cheese on it. I'm not gonna march back to the store and be like, take this cheese off and cook me something new. Cause I'm just a waste of food. Yeah. And I've eaten cheese up until that point. Right. So I don't, it's, I'm not to the point of being insane. Like I can't even consume. I go, I'm not gonna contribute to any animal cruelty yes but i'm not going to also just waste food go back throw it in their face but i had to go back there and be like do you know what vegan means I could keep it. she's like vegetarian i go vegans no animal products don't worry about it because i go there all the time yeah like, she didn't know some people just don't know they think also the you vegan burger with cheese is a vegetarian burger it's a different thing you know also you've been in the service industry for a while so i think right. you have a and right. you tell me are people who have worked in the service industry already just more lenient and understanding of, yeah, any, think of so. any sort of mistakes right. Tip, yeah. tip more, all that stuff. Same, or that place closed down, right? They open up a new place. They have two vegan burritos, right? On their menu. And I go, so I eat it one day. I go, damn, that's the best vegan cheese I've ever had. Get it again. I go, I go back there. I go, is it vegan cheese? They go, yes. I go, okay, cool. Go back there again. Cause it's been open for like a couple months. Yeah. The other day, the manager's there. I go, I go, hey man, I go, the vegan bean, the bean and cheese burrito, is that vegan cheese? He goes, no, no, no. The beans are. I go, Okay, I go, can I just please add the two soy reason ones? So you're gonna make some mistakes, but don't lose heart. Cause I wasn't like, you made me eat cheese, what I'm not gonna like flip a table. And then also be like, it's too hard. I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you're gonna have some slip ups here and there. It's just it's in everything. And you learn you know, some people will be like, Oreos are vegan. I think they are according to what I've read. Oh, can and we still say that in twenty four? Yeah, no, right. Tell you, don't cancel me. Don't cancel that's me. That's my new thing, by the way. Somebody says anything that's not cancelable and I just go, Can we still say that? Yeah. Just to make people nervous. By the way, I've done it twice to people for things like that, like Oreos, and I've seen people go, What what, what did I fuck dude, the amount of like quickly where you yeah. just start doing the instant replay and you're like, What did I say? Did I say I just said I just said it was a cookie? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, totally. You got yeah, Vegans done. can't get canceled though, can they? No. No, you can always rebound. Let's people know you're a little bit cut above. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is a sense of entitlement with vegans, no? Or is it just like a- I mean, I don't pay for any food. What's that? I don't pay for any food. I just leave with it. But <laughs> <laughs> you tell but me the, that's entitled, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But there's a confidence, right? There's a sense of like, I know, like- No, it's, it, 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 no, no. I would say sometimes- That's what I've heard thrown towards the vegan culture is that yeah. like, they think they're better than us. But maybe that's just somebody who eat meat who eats meat, a uh, meat eater is deflecting because they know that they're harming. Yeah, sometimes I do like go to sleep at night with my head's on the pillow and I just hear Joe Rogan go, fucking pussy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, well you, got the, you got the Joe Rogan fucking pussy app where he just, that's, that's, <laughs> it, that's his way of uh, tucking you in at night. Uh -huh. By the way, that is a great idea. Just the way there was like celebrity GPS, like, you know, you get that famous, hey, if Gwyneth Paltrow could sell candles that smell like her vagina, why can't you come up with an app where it's like, you know, him tucking, I don't know, reading your bedtime stories, what would it be? What would Rogan, what could he truly capitalize on? The little moose that could right before he's killed. <laughs> yeah, the little moose that could run away with a 10 second head start before he shot in the head. <laughs> he got 10 feet though, good for him, that's a record. Yeah. yeah.
Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Are you a man? What's up, dude? Are you going bald? Sorry, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. Shit, I'm 39. Well, you know what? If my shit starts to go, that's just my fucking journey. And more than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. I got buddies that have gone bald, family members, good friends, good comic friends that uh, have gone bald. And look, there's only two FDA-approved medications out there that can prevent hair loss. And Keeps offers both. What is Keeps? I'll tell you, Mom. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. Because look, keeping your hair, something we all want. Nobody wants to be seeing their own reflection in a pond off their head. If you sign up for Keeps right now, you're going to get convenient. Keeps offers convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months so that you don't even have to leave your home. The cost is low. How much? Well, treatment started just 10 bucks per month and Keeps offers generic versions, okay? The packaging is discreet so that your neighbors aren't like, hey, what's going on? You lose your hair, you're like, fuck you, Rob. And the results are proven, okay? Keeps has more five-star reviews, which is huge, than any of its competitors. Look, prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see the results, so act fast. And if you want to act fast and start turning your shit around and getting that head full of stuff, and by stuff I mean hair, it's ready to take action and prevent that hair loss. So go to keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S.com slash last night to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash last night to get your first month free. Keeps.com slash last night. Time to fill that head up with some hair. Did you enjoy the break from the world when it first shut down? I know. Oh, like, the pandemic. This is yes. our first one since the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it slowed me down. And we've we chatted and stayed in you know uh, great we contact. Had the but we had that? that Zoom one quick. Yeah, but that was like an, that was like yeah. But but how do so? I just want to hear like when things shut down. Did you take loved a step it. back? Loved it. Thought it was gonna be six weeks. I was like, I needed six weeks off anyway. When's unemployment coming? Totally had some money saved. Needed a break, you know. And uh, I lost that Quibi show though. That was horrible. Mm. Yeah, but that's right. Yeah. Uh, but I took that well because I, I it, everyone in the business has lost something that they had. Yes. But since everyone was out of work, I wasn't like, it, you can't do oh poor woe is me when it's everyone. Mm -hmm. So I took that one pretty yeah. easy. You know, I would have preferred that it happened, but yeah, I immediately was like, okay, just like everybody work out at home, Pilates, sit ups, you know, just like bands, all what the can weird, I control? All, all the weird workouts, yeah, push ups with your feet on the wall, you know, just like. By the way, that's a great, if you start an exercise class or an exercise book, Mark Saratella, all the weird, all the weird workouts. Yeah, <laughs> like, slap your roommate, run for your life. <laughs> great, great great way to get cardio in. <laughs> uh, interval, it was a high intensity, <laughs> talk about high intensity interval workout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a, I mean, I remember us, you know, talking pretty steadily about, you know, and keeping things light, but also sharing true concerns. When it, when it did seem like it was like, I don't know, when sports, for me, because I was in Dallas when things shut down mm. and it was still kind of like, I started to kind of elbow people for the meet and greets and people were like, what are you, gay? And I was like, okay. You know, that gave me a little bit of a heads up of like, you know, just the divide that there's going to be. Of course. Um, but uh, when sports said like, we're done, I was mm. like, holy shit. Like movie theaters closing, restaurants temporarily, uh, temporarily closing, theme parks, I was like, you know, you know, do, does, is Disneyland truly the heartbeat of this country? But like sports, truly, you know, or or yeah. even music festivals. It's like, mm, cool. we'll get, you know, that'll be back. But like, 
something was very definitive about an entire sport just being like, yes. we're done. So what was that? What was that thing for you that made you kind of step back and go, whoa, like this is uh, I got to really hunker down and uh, figure out how to get through this. Uh, honestly, when it became definite that Quibi was canceled forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think for a lot of people, I go, that was a gut punch. You totally go, oh boy. And I was like, I was, I was planning on coming back to that. They're like, when it come, things come back, it'll be better than ever. I was like, yeah, it will. Because, uh, and for the people listening, I was supposed to host their stand up comedy show. Yeah. Which also would have been the best thing on that app. It was going to be the best part of that app in my mind. Cause what the app was for, truly. Stand up comedy would have been perfect on that thing. And Short dose content. They were writing great checks, and the amount of industry in that room when we were going on was incredible. Yeah. Do I, remember, I had a small part in The Fugitive with Keith Sutherland on, oh, that's Quib right. on Quibi. But, yeah, you know that because I told you that. But I mean, like, I mean, the, I remember when I told my dad, he was like, I was like, hey, the fugitive, I shot a couple of scenes and I'll be on Quibi. He's like, who's a Quibi? And I was like, I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> like, but, but it was, that was too long. But even that, they released in like big chunks and it was, uh, yeah, you just need short form. Where is all that content? Is it on like Who the, knows? The, the rover that China just sent to Mars? Probably. You'll put Quibi on it to send it out there. Would you go to Mars? What would it take for you? If someone, would you need a somebody to pay for you? Honestly, a new comedy training? Club. Just a new club. They go, the owners are pretty cool. You go, all right, I'm going. I'll book it. Because you do like to travel. You've been all over the world. Love to travel. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Did you have a favorite place? Florence, Italy, for without doubt. Wow. Yep. I was weird. I was like, Adam's going to ho hopefully ask me my favorite place. <laughs> <laughs> because there is, well, you've performed everywhere, but I definitely know that we all fantasized about like escape routes, right? I know some people that when they almost, you know, I mean, and there are for sure there's talks of people that, you know, knew COVID was coming and they fucking bounced and, you know, got financial gains from whatever in the stock market. But I know people that definitely moved to like Mexico or places that were going to yeah. stay open. They just kind of had their finger on the pulse of like, let's fucking just make a big life change now or or Europe or go somewhere where anywhere it wasn't a, an issue or Hawaii, you know, was even, I think, lesser, um, no. lesser, uh, uh, less uh, affected. But was there a spot where you're like, man, if I could fucking just go there right now, like? Yeah, no, oh God, I don't know. Probably, honestly, probably home. But it was like my parents smoked and do smoke, and so it was like, I can't go there. Can't be around that. Sister had an infant because I would have liked to spend more time at home. But yeah. fantasy wise, not really because everything's shut down, you know. And also, it's like I have my little neighborhood in North Hollywood. I go, I know everything around here. I know the groceries, the little grocery stores. I can get in and out of things quick. I have my dog here. The park is there. So honestly, the number one spot would be right where I was because I live in North Hollywood, which is North Hollywood, which has really changed. Mm -hmm. Remember, I first moved there, how miserable I was. Yeah. But now I think it's the number one spot to live in LA. You can get in and out of it quick. Everything's pretty clean. They have that huge park uh, on the corner of Magnolia and Tahunga. Um, you guys can catch me there. No, <laughs> <laughs> doing a show. Yeah. And um, and so I, I definitely got real used to my neighborhood. And was pretty was happy with it for sure because I had a friend who went to Mexico too. I go, how did you? You got to learn the food there too. Yeah, you know. I know there's a familiarity, especially with because down there it's called taco. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's that's different. Taco. And you fuck that up, they don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's the inflection. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing the first time I heard somebody do a joke that was like about their parent mispronouncing, being like, "Okay, I have the quesadilla," and thinking that was just so funny. Right. Were your parents ever like that? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Everyone's. We were just blissfully unaware. From upstate New York, we're like, there's a New Mexican restaurant open here. Everyone's stoked. Taco Bell. Not joking. <laughs> <laughs> For real? For real. Lines out the door. But this is back in like whenever Taco Bell came out. This yeah. isn't like last week. That is a big deal. We didn't have Mexican food in, up, in, in Albany, New York. And actually, there was one place like a little bit later on. It was 
we went there i went there like years and years later and it was the worst of course stuff yeah mexican food i've just ever eaten it was it was definitely a white person cooking mexican food just by like winging it yeah i haven't had taco bell by the way and this is probably a reason why i've read for a billion taco bell voiceover spots and not booked one because you're not passionate about it no and because i also like they can probably hear in my voice that i've been affected by the rumors and employees who have nice. gone to the internet and been like i'll tell you what's in that meat fucking yeah. cat cum and and uh beaver clits and you're like <laughs> <laughs> Which taco specifically? Because yeah. there's a lot of menu items, and I can order around that. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like somebody went, some there's always one disgruntled employee, and you got to listen. Paddle. I'll take a beaver paddle torta. You go what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to, uh, yeah. Uh, ever had moose taint? Yeah, we'll get that chicken gordita again if you want to try something new. But there's always you have to pay attention to the disgruntled employees that mm -hmm. take that take to the mic. The you truth, know, the truth tellers. The truth tellers. People went north of the wall. Yes. Set us south of the border, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you always talk about taking things to the grave, and it's like, you know, when people just say things, you know. I, I thought I told you not to tell me. Tell me when I take things to the grave. Take that to the grave. You're supposed to take that to the grave. <laughs> that was my saying just for you in that private moment. Do you have quotes to live by? Are you a quote guy? Yeah. What was I just quoting today trying to get myself out of trouble at work? I go, how you do one thing is how you do everything. I like that. Yeah. Someone was pressing me in my honesty, and I was like, oh, really? Because I showed you this and that was honest and this was honest, but now you're calling me out on this dishonesty. Yeah. And you go, you caught me in a tiny white lie where I didn't update you immediately on the situation I was doing. And go, and you, omit, you call that omitting, right? No? No idea. Yeah, maybe. I used to get in trouble with an ex for omitting stuff where it'd be like, I'm at a comedy club. She'd hear girls in the background in a, and I didn't know there were going to be girls there. And I was just like, oh, no, that's, that's uh, my friend. He's still a guy. He's transitioning though. No, I would just be like uh, – <laughs> You know, I didn't think I needed to tell you. Also, these aren't, I don't know these people. They're just in the conversation. That's just relationships in your 20s, too, where you go, in, at a certain point, you go, and long this distance. ain't worth, this is not worth the argument. I know, dude. You know? Just putting up with it. I still think about the fact that I didn't go to the Playboy Mansion with Jeff Die, just to not uh, ruffle feathers with my ex. We could probably go there Pro right now. It's shut down. <laughs> it's like a water park. Can you song. imagine, though? Like, what a bummer. Although, I didn't really feel bad about it in the moment, because I was like, it was like, it made me feel good to like be like I'm choosing you sacrifice over yes <laughs> yeah look what I'm giving up <laughs> which is like you know the spank bank like... on the deathbed <laughs> for you it's one it's one scene less and it's not even like I thought I was gonna go there and have some sort of slip up or like I think it was though the tail end of what the man I just pictured you come on up out of the hot tub with a snorkel thing. <laughs> The beer somehow still full and pounding it, pounding this hot tub juice, a beer, and the thing I got. Somebody being like, dude, don't drink that. Yeah, like, Win like, in Rome, baby. <laughs> <laughs> My beer's still in here, though. There's, some, there's still some beer. <laughs> Isn't Grotto Italian for just do it? <laughs> Yo, Einstein equals MC squared. Is there still some beer in this water? <laughs> what would Einstein do, baby? Uh, what would Einstein do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. As we've talked about on the show before, look, we're all trying to find out what's right for us in life, in and out of the bedroom, but relationships should add value to our lives, especially under the sheets with the windows closed, the candles on, and the music at full capacity. So why don't we think the same way about our sex toys? That's right, ladies, fellas, this ad is for you because we all like pleasure and it just comes in different forms and shapes and sizes. And Dame Products, D-A-M-E, Dame, 
is a woman-owned sex toy company making the next generation of vulva-tested, vulva-approved vibrators. Founded by a sex educator and an engineering whiz, Dame develops toys with the help of real humans and couples like you. They're closing the pleasure gap and helping the world one vulva at a time. Their vibrators and accessories are made with medical-grade silicone, smart design principles, and lots of love. Earning glowing press from the New York Times, W Magazine, and many more publications that love to see you feeling good. Now, look, whether you're a couple looking for an extra boost, where it matters, you know what I'm talking about, wink, wink, you know, urethra, wink, wink, you know, clitoris. Um, which, by the way, when I first heard the name Dolores, I thought it was clitoris, and then it made me think how funny it'd be if someone was named clitoris. But then people kept saying Dolores because they were assuming that it's her name's not Clitoris. And then the person had to correct them and go, it's actually Clitoris. My my parents were hippies. Now, look, whether you want that boost uh, now or in a couple days, your journey of self-exploration sexually is your journey. So we are sure that you're going to want to earn a spot on your nightstand with a Dame sex toy. I recommend the Ava. It's a couple's vibrator giving you clitoral stimulation during penetrative sex. Penetrative, that's a tough word to say. Penetrative. During sex, its flexible wings tuck under your labia for a snug fit. Holy shit. That is descriptive, but sounds like a lot of fun if I had a labia. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Seems like there was a missed opportunity for a joke there. They should have had the returns be within 69 days. Get it? All right, I'm 10. So, look, go to dameproducts.com slash about last night for 15% off site-wide today. That's amazing. Everything, 50% off. Go to dameproducts.com slash about last night. I've already ordered some stuff because, look, you got to keep things fresh. You got to keep things exciting. You got to keep things interesting. And we all want pleasure. So, go to dame.com, D-A-M-E products.com dameproducts.com slash about last night today for 15% off site-wide products get that vibrator get that stimulation get your clitoris up and locked and loaded and fellas start giving back to the community the way you should have been from the get-go all right and now back to the episode were there things like that when you first got to LA that you did or went to go see like what were your first things you came to uh to LA excited to do or see. Do you remember? I know you went to San Diego first. And then I came, came here in just a haze. I first, just like Hollywood I, Walk of Fame or would you like I, a comedy you mean club? when I moved here? Yeah. Well, I had been coming here occasionally from San Diego. I started in stand up in San Diego, worked as a teacher down there, probably people heard before, but I would come here occasionally, like once every three months to get used to the audiences. Yeah. But my gigs were like Northridge. So not only was I coming up to LA, I'm driving in rush hour. The lights are changing to like, you know, come to LA. It's a disguise, different color because it's dirtier. Yeah. Especially the time. Maybe it is now. But I would come up here and just be like, this is, I, I'm going to have to move here. I didn't know anybody really. And so I don't know I came to see anything at all. And plus, it's this is not a touristy city. Mm -mm. And you don't even really know about the hikes until now there's a little bit more information because the internet. A little bit, everybody like, no, reality shows like, oh, right. we can go, we, you know, I just did the hike yesterday. The Certain landmarks. Oh, yeah. Running Canyon? Yeah, I just did Running Canyon yesterday, yeah. which is a beautiful hike. But the, um, so here, when people come to visit here, I go, we're going to see some live entertainment, comedy, music, or magic, and then we're going to go on a nice hike. But, you know, you don't, I don't go to the, the beach in Santa Monica. I didn't look forward to any of that. Yeah. And then also, you're going to, you know, what's good here is just 
I guess you meet really dynamic people. Yeah. You know, I met some of the worst people in my life here, without doubt. And it's certainly a higher percentage in other cities because it's just flat out narcissism. But I've met the most dynamic people here too. Yeah. Where, you know, maybe you go somewhere else and you think it's boring. Yeah. What is that? I always try to explain it to people when they, I always find myself defending LA when people go, this fucking, do you yeah. really like it there? I do now. I'm yeah. really just like, oh, when I say that, I go, either you came here for a little bit and it didn't work out for you. Yes. You bailed on it too early. You bailed on yourself. Uh, you you want to go there, but you can't. So you're deflecting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. almost like a comedy club that you like aren't in yeah. with when you first start out. So you talk shit about it because you're like, is that place even like good? You're like, yeah. Um, but what it, there is a higher percentage of narcissists because of the business being here, right? Or, yeah, you have to be a little delusional. The Californian sketch is so funny, you know, where oh, it's just, that about, really yeah. nails it because you just, you know, you take all this thing, like, you know, this girl who I was with recently ghosted me. And I'm like, how could she do that to me? A guy who hasn't been on a date since 2000, third date since 2006. And like, you know, like, I met her drunk in a bar after yeah, yeah. a show. How yeah. could she diss how could me? She, like, how could she know? not respond? Totally. And, you know, and then it's, uh, you've already like gone down the path with this person several times in that way, never yes. committed to each other. And then, yes. And so, but what were we talking about? <laughs> who'd, who'd you vote for? <laughs> Um, what were we just talking about? <laughs> just the uh, the I guess elevated sense of oh, LA narcissism and, and it, it, LA yeah. and, and having a higher percentage of people that, like you said, that you've met more people that are some of the worst than the best. You'll have people baffle you here without doubt, unlike any city. You're more you baffled go. by people here than yeah. any other place. Yeah, Los because Angeles, yeah, and baffle is a great I guess another synonym for bullshitter or someone who's just looking out for them. There are more opportunists, right? But but what I yeah. dig is that the you got more people here that are also like a lot of delusion. A lot. Yeah. A yeah. lot of delusion a lot of delusion, but a lot of positive delusion as far as like people truly sac like back to sacrifice, just going for it and willing to um you know, just grind it out for something they really want. There's a lot of that. And you can yes. but you gotta be selective about surrounding yourself, like we have. Um some famous people are the most happy people you ever met. They're totally. like, Oh, there's people that are miserable that are famous. You know, of course. Of course. But most are not. And it is fun to see a famous person, especially yeah. someone you really respect. I yeah. remember seeing this famous comedians for the first time, like, oh my God, I can't believe that person is in front of me. I know. You know? And they seem put together. Totally. Who was the first famous person you saw in LA? Uh, Dom Irera at a urinal. No. It was. <laughs> <laughs> doing stand up to himself. <laughs> no, I don't know. First, it had to be a comedian. Yeah. You know, it. Um, well, that's what I asked because, you know, mine was Larry King at the Grove. Oh, really? Famously, yeah. I mean, I've told the story a bunch, but I was just super baked. And he, he, I went up to him and I was like, you know, what's up, Larry? Big fan. He's like, ah, I'm with my nephew. Do you mind? And I was like, not at all. I just got interviewed by Larry King and then gave him double like peace signs. And then he just stared at me like I was a fucking creep. All right. I lingered before that. I was like, you getting some snacks? Like he was at the automated snack machine. I was like, I was like, if I can recommend the popcorn, and just like make, you know, just trying to make small talk. I was one of the story. Then he just be five. Good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, before it's right before five. Be five. <laughs> Dude, I met a lot of people at the theater when I was baked. Met Ben Harper when I was stoned at the movie theater. Met oh, really? Leo. Well, bumped into Leo. But we, he was walking, I think, late to a movie, and I was walking out, and we just classic shoulder into shoulder, just bumped and like both got taken aback. He hit you with the faint, the faint little fame uh, dust. Yeah, and then I, I kind of bounced back, and then he, his hat kind of like fell off his hat. So then he kind of went, and he, so then he looked up and, and like that, and he goes, he goes, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and I went, whoa, and he goes. 
<laughs> I can be like, yeah, it's me, man. <laughs> Fucking take it easy. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast. Hope you're enjoying this episode. Obviously, it's a very difficult time for everyone right now. We're all uh, challenged in finding a day-to-day routine that, uh, that makes our lives uh, consistent and awesome. And if there's something that's interfering with your happiness right now or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. Uh, BetterHelp is a professional counseling service online, private, and it's so convenient. Um, I've used it for a little bit now. It's truly the only way uh, that I've found uh, to help get uh, my own issues dealt with on my own time uh, at my own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with your licensed professional counselor right now. They're specialized in depression, anger, stress, anxiety, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief or relationships, uh, sleeping, which I have a lot of uh, trouble with, trauma, self-esteem, anything that you share with them is confidential. And guess what, if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, at any time you can request a new one for no additional charge. There's 3,000 US licensed therapists across all 50 states available worldwide and again there's four ways to communicate with them text chat phone and video you can start communicating in under 24 hours it's available on any desktop mobile web android and ios apps schedule a video or phone session generally weekly unless your therapist schedules more uh unless you just are really not sleeping and need to get some uh some some additional chats in uh, there's broad expertise in the network, which may not uh, which may not be locally available in many areas. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. It's secure, it's convenient, it's professional, and above all, it's affordable. All right, it's truly the most affordable option I found. So right now, all ALN listeners are going to get 10% off your first month with a discount code about last night. So why not get started today and start making some changes for the better in your life? You deserve it. So go to betterhelp.com slash about last night. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash about last night. Betterhelp.com slash about last night and get 10% off your first month with promo code about last night. And now back to the episode. Um, Have you ever seen that, that, that picture of Russian Leonardo DiCaprio? The guy no. who works at the airport, the Moscow airport, it looks just like him. Kinda. That's amazing. Have you no. ever seen it? No. Okay, let me pull it up. Yeah. And, oh, I, I want to say about LA too is, it's a great place for food. David Chang has a podcast on The Ringer where he says LA is now the food center either of the world or the United States. Whoa. At Los Angeles, he goes, this is the place with the most, and I was like, yeah. With the most diverse- Yep, 100%. Flavors, yeah. Yeah, and just uh, uh, so many different things. I ate a, a place the other day, it was a, uh, it was uh, Ecuadorian Mexican. Cool. Oh, no, no. And then there's a Korean Mexican place in Koreatown. Like they just mix up these things. You go, okay, you know, because it is, you know. And what's nice about those things now, when we first moved here, there wasn't Uber. So you couldn't get to Koreatown. In order to get to some of the cool spots, you had to park, walk. Yeah. You know, that could deter you from join a gang, yeah. <laughs> fight another gang, yeah. fight a gang, find a gang, fight a gang. <laughs> <laughs> you go in there, the rival gang members working as a busboy. <laughs> you get another password and the sign to get in. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, isn't, didn't Anthony Bourdain do a, an L.A. episode? He did, yeah, and I went to those places. Okay, so you ready for uh, Russian Leonardo DiCaprio works please, at the airport? Please, You ready for this? Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Which camera should I show? This one? No, just this towel. So, like, can you pull see it? Back, pull it back, pull it back. Pull it back. 
That guy has like a show now out there, I think. That's better. You can Google search it. Anyway, that's incredible, dude. Isn't it? Because he kind of looks like him. <laughs> a second Leonardo DiCaprio doppelganger has been found in Russia. Does this guy, I mean, he does kind of, he looks, I mean, this is like, this is if Leo, you know. Worked at the airport and ate too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. That guy must get stopped though, right? I Absolutely. wonder if he's ever, uh, you know, turned into, into a, a He is. I think he has a show situation. there now. It is, yeah. He a show know, about being, I, you can track being it. a Leo doppelganger or just... Is Russia's newest star. But I'm saying, like, do you think he's ever been approached by gals that were like... He's in a he's in Oh, a my vodka. God, Leo, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm actually studying for a part, right? And yeah, like, that's and funny. And plays it off and they just don't know. You know, They're, some people yeah. are like, you know, have think they... They just have no uh, photographic, like, right. able to, you know... Where they're like, that guy looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're like, that's a 5'10 Korean lady. You know what I'm saying? Where like people just, they don't have that perception of being able. Like, so somebody probably has seen him and truly is like, yeah, that's he's, Leo. He's like, I'm doing flight two with with uh, Denzel. This time he's put her snow. You ever see The Terminal with Tom Hanks? That sounds like a horrible movie. The Terminal? You didn't see it? No. Tom Hanks playing a Russian a... guy that gets, uh, it's based on a true story. He gets trapped at the airport. You never saw it? No. Do you not like those types of movies? No, I would know. Castaway. Did you see Castaway? Yeah. So it's another Hanks in one. So he, it's a guy who gets trapped at the airport. I can't remember why. It was like maybe something with customs and a passport. And he lives at the airport for like a month. Did the airport shut down? Oh, yeah. Oh, I no. Mean, he has to just be there. He like created a. He was stuck in between things. Yeah. And couldn't leave or he'd be arrested. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. He somehow like f became friends with like the bag boys and the. Like and had like a secret. He, I think, slept in like a cafeteria. You're talking and, about a dream of yours. This is a movie. This is a movie with Tom Hanks. And yet we've sold nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, this yeah. piece of shit's out Spielberg there. Spielberg did this. Did he? Yeah. All delete, in airport. Delete what I just based said. Based on a true story. <laughs> based on a true story. Um, have you seen anything recently? Are you excited for any movies coming up? Have you uh, watched anything? I know you're a, a documentary guy and a yeah. And a I just guy. this is gonna sound I, with everything streaming now. I think you can catch things late, and to me, they're still relevant. The movie I like the most recently, Get On Up. Who's that with? Uh, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, uh, the uh, James Brown one. Dude, I watched that thing like twelve times Have last really? month. Yeah, yeah, I just love it. It's incredible. I just love James Brown too, and like, you know, I know he's done dark things. I love the story of him and everything he overcame, and the mm -hmm. thing, and it's interesting. Yeah, you know, how can you not read it? And then, so everything I read about him that was entirely, it was so accurate. I go, this is exactly what I've read. Those biopics. in multiple so sources. Yeah, because sometimes they'll they'll squeeze the truth, or you know they'll accordion it, and they'll, mm -hmm. they'll make two things happen in one. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't one thing I saw in there that, that wasn't to me what I had read entirely accurate. That's awesome. Totally. Who, who would you uh, want to play if you could get a chance to play anybody? And full transformation, you know, where they would you know support you. Of course, man. The the lead JB, you got to do that by yourself. James Brown, you would want to play Brown. James Brown? Of course. T aside from James Brown, James White. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who's James White, the football player? WJB White James Brown. Who would you want to be though? Have you ever thought about that in the movie? In, in a not in James Brown, not in Get On Up. In any movie, if, oh. if if Hollywood came to you and said, "Mark, like, Dude. we're gonna do a biopic," why are you busting my balls about this? Paul Rubin story, hilarious. <laughs> from Aside from that, <laughs> that's the joke response. No, it's not. But it would be like get cast in it. We're talking about being cast. That would be a fucking. You mean that actually is an amazing biopic? Of course, way. holy he shit! He was bombing, bombing, bombing. Had all these weird characters that didn't work, and just showed up one day at the groundlings with Pee Wee Herman character, and just took off from there. 
For real? Like yeah. I said, never even thought about that. And I, I, I could be totally wrong about this. Don't you quote maybe. I think it was at like twenty. I think he'd been doing it for years Later and years. In life, and years. Like, yeah. He's like, dude, you're, all your characters are freak show, and he just showed up this one time with this. Imagine having the balls to show up at a live performance and with that character with yeah. all those quirks. Yeah. I guess you know? it's that's the one place though where people would not judge it because the character's so out there. Even the suit and the tie and the shorts. Yeah, I mean, he nailed that thing. Yeah. And it's so yeah. Were you a fan of it? No, kid? I, the movies, yes, but the show is well. I, it was a little bit. I was older than it. My right. little sister loved it. Yeah, and um, but I liked the movies a lot because you know the movies are a little bit more adult themed. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, they were. The little kid was the little kid one was little, real little to me. Maybe just too young for me. But I remember my dad just watching my sister just laughing his ass off. That's awesome. You know, my dad's a butcher, Italian butcher from upstate New York. He yeah, just, just like, this it. fucking chair's talking. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real. There's a head in a box. He's his best friend. <laughs> Mailman comes over, he's kind of hot. Yeah, yeah. My dad is funny, but he's like, you know, roughneck, yeah. working class funny. Like, he'd answer the phone, like, phone would ring for dinner, and he'd be like, he'd answer, like, Rick, you cocksucking motherfucker, how you doing? And like, it'd yeah, come yeah. from there, but it was not, like, yeah. it was not a super playful. Okay, so aside from the Paul Rubin story, let's say, like, I, I'm talking, like, let's say, uh, Lance Armstrong, Bill Clinton. I like, look, but I look like me or somebody else. I'm saying, but full transformation, find... where they would, like, whether it was somebody you had to get in oh, they could do that. bigger shape for, or prosthetics. Like, who would okay. you just want? Like, for me, I would want to do Jim Henson. You know what I'm saying? Oh, of course. But, but I, I could see that with you. So I, you have I, a similar shape, shape face. Yeah, and I can, you know, and I'd grow a beard out, or they put a beard on you, or you, whatever. Or... Well, I'd be sent over to uh, Jim Henson Studios, the Two Girls, One <laughs> Cup reaction. <laughs> By Are the they way, senior work? There, there's that is just, I mean, open and shut case. Yeah, the, not happening. Like unless I pull that video off. the production. Can we talk to you over here? Like, Adam, uh, what are we gonna tell us about this? That's what I went through today. Where it's like, what are you gonna tell me about this? I, go, I thought I did. I'm telling you now. Um, well, uh, I want to. Uh, okay, so who who would you? Uh, have you God, thought about that? It would have to be a biopic. Yeah, a boxer, an athlete, like Derek Jeter, or fucking, you know. Um, Joe Torre or uh, Lance Armstrong has or... to be white, or can I be? Can, are they going to put me in like? I think they could. Yeah, you could go full prosthetic. Whatever. Yeah, whatever Maybe you want. Let's Satchel open it up. Page. Whoa. Yeah, I like his story. Cool. No one's done a movie about it yet. What's his story? Satchel, Satchel Page is best Negro League pitcher. That's why well, I had like five hundred sixty-five wings. Wait. Do they used to? They used to. Uh, I did my senior thesis out of Carolina. They used to. You know, they would take a bus through the South, right? Because it's mainly where it was. Yeah. In order to eat, they would shoot deer from the bus while it was in motion. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> really. Oh my god! Babe Ruth toured with him a bunch because uh, there's a lot of theories, and I think it's probably true that Babe Ruth was actually half black. So he, during his off season, he always went right away and barnstormed with them right away. He also said right away that he goes, "These are the best players, though," and they made their records now part of the the official records as well. They should have. That's awesome. Totally. Yeah, Babe Ruth. They've done a few movies about him, but I would like to see a darker, like more epic cinematic take, like a Spielberg take on that. But the yeah. the John Goodman one was is so good. It is. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like a true, like a more James Brown uh, type biopic or Ray Charles one where you like maybe get into more of the yeah. dark shit that he, you know, or how he really, you know, changed the game. All right. To close this out. Um this has been great, by the way. Definitely. Thank you again. Welcome. And uh, Supernova shows, by the way, just follow Mark at Instagram uh, at Mark Sartella and on Twitter, but also Super. I mean, follow Supernova Comedy on Instagram and Longtime No See Comedy. And uh, but the shows are every what? And this is we have coming up. Yeah, I don't know when this comes out, but this Soon. will give you. A, yeah. yeah. So we have Sarah Silverman tomorrow. Yep. And they just sound like I'm not plugged because I know this one. Yep. But just give me a, what the lineup's like. Sarah Silverman tomorrow with Anthony just sound like Todd Berry's in town. We have Eliza on tomorrow as well. Sunday we have. 
We have Jeff Ross coming up, Tiffany Haddish. We have two shows on Wednesday. Dude, Joe McHale's done it. Spade's done Who's it. Craig Robinson. Uh, this, Tom in, Segura in came last, in town. Only yeah. show he did in L.A. In the last three weeks, you had Tom Segura, Bill Burr. Nate Bargatze. Nate Bargatze. Everyone we just mentioned, Mark Norman. It's Whitney, the, it's the yeah. best stand-up comedy show in the world right now. It is. Although some people wouldn't in, let you know it. In the round. And, uh, I mean, dude, you know, I got a standing O uh, last week for fucking mm. kicking a couple people out. In a fun way. I, and totally. that, if it was just an aggressive kick out, and I uh, wouldn't have taken uh, any uh, uh, credit for what was happening. But it was like, you know, the fact that I kept it light and kept it funny for yes. the crowd as they were leaving was very important to me. And so that it wasn't a just time. a power move, you know? Of course. Um, you know what to do. You have the correct judgment because when you're first start coming up, even like 11 years in, you're like, you question things that you're doing because you yep. don't know what's the right thing and you failed. You swung the bat and missed. Yep. But on this one, you know, you should, it's hard as a human being sometimes to trust your judgment on what you did yep. and know that you did it in the right way. That's where also not drinking before you go on for me yes. helped me too because I go, even if you have, not you, this is talking about me, if I have one in me, and something goes wrong like that, I go, oh, would I have handled that if I just totally. you know what I'm saying? You don't want to second guess your judgment yeah, um, for totally. things that, uh, especially being on stage, it's just having all your wits about you matters. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you can see it in your comedy too, you're sharper, you know, you're yeah, quicker. Totally. Um, all right, so uh, RIP James Lipton, Inside the Actor's Studio was a great show. Inevitably, at some point you would have been on it, probably yeah. for your depiction mm -hmm. of Satchel Paige. <laughs> um, so let's close this out with a 10 question questionnaire. Okay. James Lipton interviewing Mark Saratella. Mark Saratella, what is your favorite word? What one did we use earlier just now that I thought was real good? This is throwing it right back at you. You ever see that, that thing Stoner Jeopardy on Silent Life? Final Stoner Jeopardy question. What were we just talking about? <laughs> Everyone gets it wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the word? I don't know. What, uh, dubious. No. What no, is we it? said a word today. We go, that's a great word. <sighs> this never happened to James Lipton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lipton was never tongue-tied. Well, okay. Well, aside from Let's that, let me. I'm gonna think. Of, I will think of we'll it as you ask me another one. I, I want to nail it. What is your least favorite word? Liar. What turns you on? This girl that ghosted me. <laughs> <laughs> what turns you off? <clears throat> Same chick. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. What is your favorite curse word? Mm, how many curse words are there? I mean, just motherfucker. Yeah, it's great. Right. In the right context. Of course. It's a dagger. It's a sword. What is your, what no, What sound or noise do you love? The sound, um, you know when you get sent money on Cash App and it goes cha-ching? Like <laughs> <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate? The beeping this is easy. Yeah. The beeping on large trucks, UPS, if you're hearing this, you motherfuckers. They, outside my apartment in North Hollywood, they will park a huge brown truck. He'll deliver to all the apartments around it the entire time it's beeping because they want people to see the trucks. They don't hit it. It's a huge brown truck in the middle of the street. You go, who's this beeping for? Stevie Wonder? Is that who it's for? <laughs> Why is it beeping? And I call them out. I go, hey, man, can you turn the truck off so it doesn't beep? Nope. Great. But the coolest guys will. And then I Google search UPS beeping. Everyone's complaining about it. So any unnecessary noise in a city environment, especially beeping. I was at I was in my same apartment. I go, what is that backing up beeping noise? I go outside. It is a garbage truck. Not joking, Adam. Three blocks away. Why do I need to know that a garbage truck is backing up three blocks from my home?
the beeping on trucks, without doubt, I think noise pollution is one of the hidden problems in this world that drives people crazy too. Think about those noisy environments where you can't get any peace. Dude, that. you should fucking run for office. <laughs> and Well, for real, it annoys me. Yeah. And it's because so, it's so unnecessary. That, unnecessary noise. And it's so long. And it's and then I love when people don't understand. He goes, I'm not turned off. He goes, well, he goes, and I go, well, it's 20 minutes every day. They go, well, that's just kind of part of life. Yeah. You go, it's an unnecessary part of life. But this is also why comedians go, this is unnecessary. Yeah. Well, there's also, you know, and we've talked about this at great length, like the the time in which you're like getting going with, you know, getting those beeps on, like fucking you could do it an hour later. And like, we get so little peace in Los Angeles. You know what I'm saying? Peace of mind on the bills. When there's things outside, just unnecessary breaking of that is mm -hmm. just like, it feels like an extra violation. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? UPS driver. What profession would you not like to do? What I like to not like to do? Yeah. Anything and just sanitation. You know, just, just yep. yeah, for sure, right? Yeah. Just janitor. Yes. Fuck that. <laughs> if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Great tonight show set. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Mark Sartella, you're the man. Thank Shows you. are great. Great to see you. Um, Markscomedy.com. Oh, that's right. It has all my social media. Tour see dates you. coming up. We're hitting yep. the road. Yep. Can't wait. Come see us. And um, glad we made it out of the pandemic. Absolutely. Any any uh, quotes, words to live by coming out of the pandemic, heading into 2021? Lost 30 pounds going vegan, drinking less. How about that? Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's a really important cause to me, the vegan thing for sure. When you better yourself, you better the world. Right. Who said that? Tom Selleck. Good night, everybody. <laughs>